Welcome to the Beautiful Second Act Podcast. If you are in midlife or beyond, if you hunger for your most fulfilling life, if you are brave enough to dream big, to pray boldly, if you think age is just a number and does not define you, then this is the place for you. If you long for a deeper connection to self and spirit and are willing to answer your heart's calling, then this is the place for you. Hi, I'm Patty Deemer, and I believe deep inside all of us, there's an ache for something to light us up. We each have a calling that starts as a whisper and doesn't go away just because we get older. Join me on this journey during our most beautiful second act in life, where I will share with you stories from extraordinary humans who have fully stepped into this life in engaging and inspiring ways. I will also share with you my personal discoveries in creativity and growth. Listen, and I promise to bring you nuggets of joy, grace, awaken your spirit, and at times bring laughter to your world. I invite you to a place where we speak our highest truth, can be our most authentic selves, and are unapologetically real. Let's get started. Hello there, my friends, and welcome back to Beautiful Second Act. I'm Patty Diener, and I am your host today. I wanted to talk to you guys all about change today. That was been it's been really heavy on my mind and my heart uh, for these last several months, and I think about it constantly and what it means. And um, I've done a lot of looking into the positivity of change because I've spent a great deal of my life in a fear-based thinking about change. But before we get into that, I wanted to tell you guys that I'm recording this episode right now uh, during Memorial Day weekend of 2021. And by the time it airs, it will be after. So being that, I wanted to send a shout out to all of those that have served our country or that are currently serving and say thank you, a deep heartfelt thank you, because I mean, we're so blessed to live in this wonderful country, the United States of America. So thank you so much for your service. And I'll be thinking of all of you this weekend. All right. So moving on back into change, Um, you know, we've all heard the saying, it's the only thing guaranteed in life. Uh, we don't always like to hear that, though, because if, uh, you know, most people are afraid of change. And if you're anything like me, uh, I'm a control freak kind of person. And I've been learning. I've been learning so much to let go and let God or let go and let spirit or, you know, let be however you want to say it. But the fact is, is there are so much there's so much in the world that we cannot control. And by assuming or thinking that if we do certain things, we're going to be able to control it. Um, that's just that's leading us down a rabbit hole of bad thinking because fear-based thinking, it can be paralyzing. It can You can suffer from anxiety from this. Um, it's just really not a great way to live. And if you embrace change instead of fear it, um, you will feel so much freer. So here's the thing. Um, there's so many things in life that if we could just accept change and give ourselves the grace to accept that we're changing, I mean, everything would be so much better. Um, for example, okay, so Sue Monk Kid, she said everyone needs a great absurdity in life, meaning if you're going to change something in your life and it's something that might even be on a grand scale or something that does not sit well with others that are your loved ones or your friends or family, um, Maybe do it anyways, because if it's something that is crying out inside your soul to do, maybe you should do it, no matter how absurd. So basically, that's what she said. Sumon Kid said that everyone needs a great absurdity in life. So do that thing 
that your soul is crying out for you to do, no matter how absurd. And then you know what? Sometimes wonderful things come from change. Um, you know, I was on my walk the other day and I try and go for a walk at least five to six days a week and it just clears my mind. It's I'm by myself. Sometimes I listen to podcasts, inspirational speaking, meditation, whatever. And on my walk, I was listening to this guy, this very young man. He's in his 20s and he's already had like three different businesses in his 20s. And he's had some colossal failures, but he's learned so much from them. And a lot of people just didn't understand why he was going down the paths that he was going down. But the thing is, is his his heart and soul were crying out for him to do certain things. And now actually he's a millionaire, but, um, and he's not even 30 yet. The thing is, is it was absurd. And it, he was making these changes. He, he dropped out of college when he was doing really well. But it, again, that's another change. You know, there's so many things that people are afraid to make a change for. And college is one of them. But, you know, I have like a little checklist here of things that I, I recorded my voice while I was walking. So I wouldn't forget these things because when I have a thought that I think, oh, you know, that's something I could talk about because it's really something that people beat themselves up over. You know, if they change their mind, changing your mind is huge, you guys. Because, okay, for example, we get married, we take vows, we say for better, for worse, all those things, right? And I believe in that. I believe in my vows. I believe that people should honor those vows. However, if you're in such a horrible marriage and you end up staying for the wrong reasons, you know, for the kids or because you said you would and I made a promise and, you know, what if it is a volatile situation and you're like oil and water? Making that change can be for the good, for everyone involved. Or maybe you're a, ser a serial uh, uh, fleer, okay? Maybe you are one of those people that cannot make a commitment and at the first sign of trouble, maybe you are constantly out the door and you cannot sustain a relationship because you won't put in the work. Maybe you should change that behavior. Get some help. Get some therapy. Figure out why you're noncommittal. You know, make the change though. There's so many other things I thought of too on my walk. So like your career, um, you know, some people say, well, you know, I went through all this college for this career. I've already, I'm invested already, you know, 20 years into this career. And I just, I need to get to my, you know, to my age where I should be retiring because I put in so much time. No, <laughs> the answer is no. What if you're in a soul sucking job that is leaving you so depleted at the end of your day that you can't function? Or maybe your health is so poor because of the stress of this job. Why put in that extra 10 years? For what? To what end? So that you can retire and two years into your retirement, you dropped out of a heart attack or worse, you die before you even get to retire? Seriously, you guys. I know of a friend that they were offered um, after retirement, oh, to come back to the same job, even though the job was really, really stressful for them. And they just dangled this carrot in front of them. If you do this extra amount of hours a year, you know, you just... We will give you this this amount of money, and it'll be a good you know it'll be a good supplement for your retirement. And they were guilted into going back. They weren't there even a year into this whole you know. I guess it was uh, I don't know what you want to call that when you've gone back after retirement, but basically it was just to supplement their income, and it ended up giving them a heart attack. Why would you do that when you didn't like it in the first place? It's from pressure from 
shame if you don't from letting people down. Sometimes you have to listen to your own heart, your own soul, you guys. You have to listen to what is best for you and not even what's best for your family all the time. Sometimes you're better to your family when you yourself are taken care of. They may not see that initially, you know, um, but if you stick to your gut feeling, which is basically your intuition, if you listen to that soft voice, that soft whisper in your soul before it becomes that screaming, beating up against the side of your head voice, then you are going to do a service to everyone around you because you are going to be doing so much better yourself from just making that change. And what about kids that go to college? I mean, oh my gosh, the the fact that some of these kids that go to college and they are forced into making this, uh, you know, declare their major and then they maybe they're two or three years into it and they're like, oh my God, this is not for me. But they're so scared because they put in so much money, so much time, and they're afraid, well, I don't know if now at this point, if I could, if I can make that pivot, if I can make that shift to a different career path, or maybe college itself is just not for them. And they're thinking, you know what, I want to go to trade school, or I just want to take classes online to learn something completely different. Maybe I want to go to, you know, travel and, and go to another country and determine if maybe I want to live somewhere else or if I, maybe I want to become a chef and I want to travel abroad. There are so many things that you can do with your life. And if you are on the wrong path and you stick with it because you're afraid of the repercussions or, re- or your reputation, if you make a shift, you guys, again, to what end? To what end do you stick with something that is not suited for you just because you think others will judge you. Oh, it's, it's, it's so baffling to me why we're so afraid of change. Um, you know, here's another thing, religion. Um, and I, again, I won't, I won't preach religion or politics on this podcast, but I'm just saying as far as making a shift, if, if a religion does not suit you, because you, even if you were raised in a household that was specifically this religion, and then you become 17, 25, 50, whatever age you are, and you decide all of a sudden, you know what? This religion no longer is in alignment with how I feel. This religion no longer suits me. You can pivot. You can make the shift. You can make the change. You don't have to attend church to be spiritual, by the way. And religion and spirituality are different. But you can still have that faith, no matter where you are. I mean, where do you think people, where do you think people were able to celebrate their religion or their faith when there weren't any churches? You still have that within your heart and it shouldn't matter. You should be able to celebrate or have faith in anything that suits you, that brings you closest to your highest good, whatever that is for you. And it doesn't matter if it doesn't sit well with others. The thing is, is if it's going to make you the best human being that you can be to be happy, then that's what you should be doing. That's what you should be celebrating. And, you know, there's, I mean, the list went on and on for me while I was walking. I was thinking, okay, oh, what about sports teams? You know, um, I grew up in a household where we loved sports and, uh, 
you know, nowadays I don't even watch sports and I did up until just this, I mean, I love baseball, but the thing is, is it became so political that it took all the fun. It sucked all the fun out of it. It's like, you know what people, when it stops being fun, it's not worth it anymore. I'm sorry. Life is too short. So, you know, I do love sports. It's it's a shame, you know, if if they could get all the they could take all the politics out of it and just celebrate playing the sport. There's so much joy in it. And, you know, I love I love competition and I think it's healthy. But um when it becomes as political as um, you know, Major League Baseball or NFL, all that stuff nowadays, the basketball teams, they're all everything is so damn political. It's like, why do we have to go there? And it rolls right over into the brands, you guys. It's like, you know, if if wearing a certain brand no longer sits well for you because that particular brand doesn't stand for what you think and believe anymore, and you choose to boycott a brand and you don't want to wear it, but then your friend wants to bash you for it, or if you do choose to continue to wear the brand. Again, whatever you choose to do for you is what you need to do. If you'd make a change that does not sit well with somebody else, it, maybe you stop watching sports or maybe you change your sports team because of something that you didn't, it didn't sit well with you. Again, it's endless, you guys. As I was, as I was walking, these thoughts just kept rolling into my head about change and why are we so damn afraid of change? And it's okay. And why do we judge others for the change that they make? Change is good if you don't judge others for the decisions that they make. Whatever makes them happy, you should be happy for them. Politics is a huge thing, you guys. I mean, that is one thing that I have a lot of friends that are on different sides of the fence, politically speaking. And I don't judge any of them for it because you know what? That's their journey. That's their belief. I have friends that have lots of different religions. I don't judge them for it because they maybe don't necessarily believe this. In my own family, we all have different beliefs in you know, spirituality or religion. Don't care because I still love them. We can all agree to disagree, you guys, and love each other despite that. Because if they need to make a change for themselves to be their highest self, to make themselves the best people that they can be to contribute to society, because let's face it, you guys, at the end of the day, if you've got nothing left to give of yourself to others, you're not contributing anything positive to the world. So do what's best for you. Do what's best for you inside and for your family. If you're raising children and if you want to raise them a certain way and maybe other people in your family raise their kids a different way, so be it, but still love each other and don't judge for it because change is good. It can be good. So that was really weighing heavy on my heart um, this week and as I was walking, like I said, I just, all these different things just kept rolling over and over in my brain, you know, even exercise as I was walking, I thought, okay, here, here's another one. You know, some people believe that, oh, well, you know, I can't make a change in my health because this is the way I've always been. And if I've always been like this, nothing's going to change. So why should I bother? You know, maybe go see a nutritionist. Maybe change your exercise program because you're getting, you know, older and your body needs something different. Maybe you used to exercise like crazy and now that you're getting older, you have to make a change on the way you exercise. 
the different types. I mean, there's tons of ways to get an exercise, you guys, or tons of different ways. Look at all the different diets, these fad diets that are out there. You know, maybe you were doing one diet for a really long time and suddenly it doesn't work for you. Or maybe it's like, you know what? I don't want to, I want to throw the word diet out of my vocabulary and I'm just going to eat a certain way. You have to be able to make the change. Change is good. Anyway, uh, I must be rambling now at this point, but I just wanted to tell you guys that this is something that I think in the second hack, <laughs> that in the second half of our life, our beautiful second act, we need to allow ourselves the opportunity to change, to make a pivot. It doesn't matter how old you are. And if that change means that you want to do something that you have never done before, or that maybe you're afraid others will think, what the hell are they doing that for? Do it anyway if it sits well with you. If it's something that you really desire to do, life is too damn short. You know, just like they say, just like life is too short to read a bad book or to to finish a bad movie. Well, life's also too short to hold on to situations that no longer serve you or to your highest good. So just because you've invested a lot of time or energy into something, it doesn't mean that you have to continue on with it. You know, it's never too late to change paths. It's never too late to change your mind. It's never too late to have a new dream. So do the thing, y'all. Do what you want to do. All right. So love to all you guys. Um, I hope you're enjoying some of this content we're putting out there. Um, I have a lot of really great interviews coming up for you guys with some spectacular people. I hope that you will continue to listen along. Please, if you um, if you think that there's somebody you know that might enjoy this content, please share it out with them. Let them know to follow Beautiful Second Act. Um, it's primarily geared towards people that are 45 and older. But hey, if you think that there's someone younger that would get something out of this content, please share it out with them. Also, don't forget to like, um, subscribe, leave reviews. Uh, it, because the more people that know about the podcast, the more we can get the, the good word out to all the folks with all the goodness that we're trying to share. All right. So, um, have a really great rest of your week. Um, the next one should be coming out on Thursday. So we have Tuesdays and Thursday podcasts and I just love you all. And thanks for sharing some time with me today. Have a great week. Bye-bye.